Hello and welcome to the Underpowered Podcast, a video game podcast where we battle our backlog, revealing what is worth your time, money, and energy. This is episode 22. I am Shelby Stokes, and on the cast today, it's Mr. Casey Cool. Hi. And I here today coming to you live on this pre-recorded podcast. Live. It's not really live. It's live. <laughs> it just sounds better. Um, Sean, it's his birthday today, so he's out gallivanting. Whoop, whoop. Good job, Sean. You made it to a birthday. We're proud of you, buddy. I hope somebody's singing to him. Like, is somebody, like, singing happy birthday to him as we speak? Well, I don't, yeah. I, his family, I hope. I mean, chances are high, right? Chances are, well, I would hope so, too. Yeah. I'm curious what type of but vegan dessert he would choose for his birthday. Ooh, I had a watermelon cake one time where it was just basically, you just cut the green stuff off of a watermelon and then put, like, Cool Whip on it. Mm. And then you put it in the freezer. It's bomb. Real good. You know what's really good? Cool Whip on uh, everything else. <laughs> like, I love it. <laughs> cool Whip's probably not vegan, I would imagine. But still, like, you could make, you could find some vegan. You know, just, like, pull the eggs out of it. That's how you do it. You know what is vegan? And you told me this and it blew my mind. Bacon bits. I believe it. Those things are fake as F. all get out. Yeah. Like, the, it's just, like, little... Little like pieces of cardboard that they stained red yeah. and then made left with bacon for a while. Oh, this is chewy. It's got to be bacon. <laughs> no, but speaking of bacon, my wife just bought a bacon bin, I think is what it's called. Have you seen these? It's like a silicone pig looking thing and you open the top and pour your bacon grease into it. It's brilliant. And it does what? And then you can basically either put it in the freezer if you want to cook with it, or you can just like turn it inside out and throw the grease into the trash without oh, trying to get a can destroyed. Yeah, one of the best things I've seen in a while. I usually put it in a mason jar and then we keep it for later for cooking. Well, hello, hipster. I'm very proud of you. Yeah. I'm very. Well, I'm just like it's the glass. It's by you know. I'm not a hipster. It's just called logic. Do you like do you like put it in your beard to keep it moist? Oh, I would love to do that. My <laughs> wife would be so mad and my skin would probably break out underneath here. It'd be Dude, bad. Bacon beards are in right now. I don't know if you heard or not, but he's Bacon feel... beard? Yeah, I know. Bacon beard. I gotta keep I can't get my beard any longer than this because my hair is growing out. So my wife and I have a agreement. Like one can be long, not both. So Dude, you're looking good. You're kinda looking like you're going back in time a little bit. Yeah, long hair. I'm going to shave the beard off once it gets long enough. And I, if I can rock a pony, I'm going to go no beard. Dude, you should do a you should do a beard pony is what you should do. Just like the Vikings where it's one long? Yes. Oh, maybe. Yes, your wife would love it. You should surprise her. Yeah, I'm sure she would. For her birthday. Is her birthday coming up? Her birthday is the week before mine, next month. Her birthday is actually... Uh, oh, so perfect. Start growing it out now. 9-11. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, hard to for, hard to forget that one, huh? Uh, hard to forget that one. On her 16th Happy birthday. birthday, babe. Yeah, on yeah, her 16th birthday. Goodness is, is you will day. never forget. No, never. <laughs> no, never, never, never. It's always funny when like that conversation. I was like, "When's your birthday?" And if you ask, and you like learn me nine eleven, every action is. Oh. You had to be born on that day of all days. Yay! Yeah, rough, man. Yeah, so, so uh, video games, you've been playing them? Video games. They're going on. They're alive. They're I alive. have been playing some games. Uh, the Paper Mario Saga continues in my house. I've only got to play in pieces because I only play it with my son. But it's really fun to watch him play. Again, uh, we're about to fight like the first boss. We fall in the ribbon. It's kind of cool because I'm really just trying to let him experience the game. And he's being really receptive to reading. 
what he likes and what he is definitely my child. He wants to like, I got to look under every rock. I got to fill every hole. I cannot leave this zone until I've checked every square area. And like, he's not the fastest about it, but I know that's what he's doing. So I'm like, deep breath. He's doing the right thing. You know, he's Tell exploring. me you are stopping this behavior early. No, that's how I play and how I play. Hey, listen, I'm rewarding that behavior because it's the way he got the red boomerang at the beginning of Zelda because he's just that kid. <laughs> like, oh, let me look. Oh, hey, cool. The red, wait, what What Zelda are you talking about? The red boomerang. Link of the past where you go okay. and you give it to the fairy. She turns the boomerang red and go farther. I had, I had no idea. No idea. I had no idea that was a thing. I didn't find it until I was like in the second half of the game. He found it like he's not even gotten to the dark world. He's just like, oh, cool. He had all these rubies because he farms everything. He had like 999 rubies just because he's gone around and slashed every bush. Oh, my gosh. He's just having fun. And so that's the thing. I'm like, okay. <laughs> if, if it's fun to make get, make rubies, I mean, go for it. You might have a little entrepreneur on your hands, dude. I should teach him how to farm wild gold and then we can sell it on the black market. Yes. Yes. Forget winning the lotto. We'll just have your kid mine uh, gold for us. Yeah, he doesn't need to pay attention to online school. He's only in kindergarten. We're going to teach him how to make profit no. with video games. Cool. That. So, yeah, it's mostly Paper Mario this week. And then I went back to my town in Animal Crossing. Okay. Because I haven't been there in a month. And my villagers were not pleased with my absence. But they, my wife goes in on the regular. You know, she's like, oh, I need to play some Animal Crossing tonight. There's a big firework festival going on at the end of every month. That's pretty neat. Or at the end of the week. So, like, there's fireworks. And you can make custom fireworks on there. So I saw on Instagram today someone did their gender reveal. Oh. On that, someone programmed in the fireworks where it's so like one pop. It's uh, and they're like, oh my god, a girl! And it's like, ah, and you're screaming on Twitch. I thought that was great. And so that was like, you know, Animal Crossing just makes me happy. There's nothing about it that it's not a mean game. It's only just like, oh, this is fun and cute. Dude, so you need to have another kid so you can do this in Animal Crossing. Of I think I'm getting snipped here in the next few months, yes. so I don't know how that's going to happen. <laughs> but uh, all right, hey, you do you. You can also announce yes, that now. I am snipped. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell my wife. Be like, hey, watch the fireworks, man. That's where I was last weekend. <laughs> but no, I had to check in on that and just do some things. A game, and the other game I went back to. You're going to laugh. Is Into the Breach. Really. Yeah, I'm just like, okay, let's just do a couple rounds. Like, that was kind of my like, game this week where it's like, all right, let's do a couple rounds. All right, let's do another <laughs> couple rounds. One round always turns into, like, eight rounds yeah, for me. Yeah, okay. definitely. Let me just see. Are you switching it up on squads, too, trying something new? Yeah, yeah. I, I've i tried this new charge tank, the one that where he take. I don't like they take damage when he charges, but it just does. So It's cool because mm-hmm. it bumps and it does damage. It bumps on the others. Um, I still like the mech robot. And I like giving it the right perks. But I think I'm going to get less attached. My thing is, I never unlocked all of the bots in my playthroughs. I only like had most, so I want to get the last few, and then I'm going to kind of do... You know which ones I never used? You know, like, there's the science robots at the bottom? Or, like, there's the four prongs? I'd have to look at it. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure. So, like, there's the mechs, there's, like, the launchers, and the, bio, the bottom one's just science. It's the science-based ones. I never use those. And I'm kind of like, maybe I should, but I'm like, nah, I'm not interested. Like, you totally it's horrible because I teach dude. science. Yeah, I know. It's like, I, I should. Out I remember one had an airplane, and I was really impressed with the one that had an airplane. Where the jumps, right? It does the hopping. Yeah. Yeah, that one's okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. I do not like the one with the electrical whip 
I was like, oh, this is not useful at all. Like, this is not what I'm used to. Um, I like something that can push. It needs to have to push or move things for me, because that's how I like to play it. That's the other big thing, man. D&D has got its hooks in me. We've been playing. I got to play twice this week. Oh, you're going. Yeah. Did you get your mat? You got your mount this time? Uh, I got my companion, my pet, yes. But, like, the thing was, though, in our campaign, we met uh, a devil. So I learned there's, like, different dimensions, and you can only kill a... Did you know... How do you think you kill a devil? Uh, with water. Well, we threw holy water at it, and that's not... It didn't work. You can beat a devil, and they'll go away, but they can come back. The only way you can kill a devil is on the ninth dimension of hell. You have to go into the portal you gotta... and fight it, right? And so okay. Sean came up with this scheme, right? The so you're saying devil... that you can beat the devil off, and then it'll come back later, or you can yeah, kill him this way? You can kill it forever, if but you have okay. to be in hell to kill it forever. Gotcha. So you can... You can basically, and if you beat a devil on Earth, he's gonna remember it, right? Right. So we were in a situation, and it only took magic damage. We only had one character in our team that does magic damage. You know, I was trying to think of all the movies I thought of with devils. Who always deals with the devil in movies? Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, of course. He's the sure. I'm thinking profession. Profession. Uh, Keanu Reeves. And he's a what in that? Not Constantine. That's true, though. Uh, yeah, Constantine for sure. Lawyers, dude. That's exactly what lawyers I was deal with the devil. <laughs> I don't know how accurate that is. Well, he had a contract. That was the thing with his family. And so, like, it's a legitimate in-item game contract. You have to read it. He's like, you, basically, he can take the life of anybody in this family, and they get to keep this house forever. If the family sells the house, right, the contract is breached, and then he can, he'll kill them all, right? So I was like, okay, we're going to have to get gamble with the devil. That's the other thing. Devils like to gamble. There's always the song. Like, I went down to Georgia. You know what I'm talking about? Like, the Kenny Rodden, like, devil went down to Georgia. And I think of... Uh, uh, Tenacious D, you know, when they have to play the most song, they challenge him to a contest, a chance, right? So the devil rolled yeah. a die. We had a fixed die, too. We had a charlatan's die. So it'll always roll six. And luckily the devil rolled a one, and then we rolled a six, and he's like, oh, that's a fake die, and then we rolled a three and beat him anyway. So we go back to the house, and they're like, well, I guess we're going to have to give up this kid for adoption. First initial thought was, oh, they can sell the house to us, and we can make a ton of gold, right? We can sell the house and flip it. But then the contracts, it, it kills everybody there. So they were talking about putting their kid up for adoption. And my worst fear was we get the kid. <laughs> like, I don't want that to be chasing us. You have a pet badger. Can't the badger just take care of him? Yeah, that's what I was thinking, right? We were talking about that. And then when we were kind of like all sitting silent, I'm reaching. And I go, you know, it says we can't buy your house, but can we burn it down? And that was the, that was the right thing. That was what we were supposed to do. Because it doesn't breach the contract mm-hmm. if there's no house. So as soon as the house burns down, the contract's null and void without breach of contract because there's no house to exist. So we got the good ending because weeks prior we got the bad ending because we killed the person who gave us the quest, which is apparently a no-no in <laughs> D&D. You know, live and learn. So you can't just like, uh, you can't just break the game like that? Like, okay, kill the quest giver and then it's over? It happened because of something they picked up that was like, uh, possessed them, right? And we thought, okay, but you should have been breaking the item. But yeah, you can kill each other in D&D. Like, I could get annoyed with someone in my party and be like, guess what? Today's your day, dude. I'm tired of your character. Bow! Headshot. Just like that? Yeah. If I wanted to ace someone... Go figure. It would make your friends hate you. But there's stories. Like, you should go read, like, people's worst D&D stories. It's it's a chuckle. Like, I've been getting into that. <laughs> so, I'm really enjoying my time with D&D, and I want to get into more tabletop RPGs. 
So anybody listening that wants to send us one or send recommendations, get into a campaign, make it happen. So how long does it take you to get through a campaign? Well, this last mission that we just started on uh, this week, we finished that one, and that was like two hours, three hours. And then this other one, we started like late. I came late, and we we probably needed another hour. We got done at like ten thirty, so like three hours. If we're all like focused, like we're kind of you know just hanging out, talking over the internet and BSing, anywhere from two to four hours. Nice, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. It sounds like you're enjoying it. It's like a whole. So is this like something been on that's on your bucket list that you just wanted to try at some point? I've always wanted to, and I, you know, I was a kid. I'm only child, so like playing with my. This is gonna sound horrible. Playing by myself, not with myself. <laughs> uh, playing by myself as a kid, you know, you're really lost in your imagination. You come up with all these stories. You get to. And did you ever do any theater as a kid? Uh, in school, I did. In, yeah, yeah, same. In high school, I did theater. And, I liked acting and I did, you know, camera stuff. So you get to kind of act out these characters and be silly and it's fun. And it's, it, you're doing it with your friends. And I actually like the unique, uh, problem solving. Like this last time when we played too, we, there was this pit of snakes and I was like, can we put the snakes in a bucket and carry them around to like throw at the enemy? So the DM, if they're good, like, I love the creativity. Yes. Like go for it. Like roll for this. So, like, you have fun, right? Like, it's a logical thing. And then we're talking about, let's put the snakes above the door and yell, hey, and get them to run through the door and the snakes fall on their head. You watch way too right? much Home Alone as a child, it seems like. Oh, I, you should talk to my mom about that. I saw that movie and I booby-trapped my house and I hurt my mom. And she, we had to have a long talk about real and you fake. You booby-trapped your house? When I was, like, five. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. The- but I had, like... Lego pieces on the ground, just like certain things that would not feel good. I like swung an iron in my mom's face. Um, it was cool. No big deal. Yeah, yeah. I heated the door lamp with a blowtorch. <laughs> you know, just normal stuff. Dude, and that's and that's what inspired you to to do D and D. Smart, smart. <laughs> what you should do is booby trap a house, then have all your D and D buddies come over and then like try to get through it. Oh yes, I would love that. <laughs> I would love to do one of those escape rooms. I think I would be great at that. I would also. I think you would like D and D. Because if right? you like Divinity, you can be silly. Yeah, I think if you learn, like, your character and, like, your backstory, like, oh, I'm really good at, like, convincing people. I have a lot of charisma. And I'm a good pickpocket. Or I can convince them to give me money. You know what I mean? Like, you can kind of... This sounds like all bad things. Like, hey, Shelby, you're really good at being a slimy salesman and stealing things. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm hearing <laughs> you say. Yeah, awesome. No, well, if, if you were a character, I'd make you a rogue for sure. A rogue? Yeah. Sneaky, sneaky. No, no, you would be like a noble rogue, like, just like, hey, guys, like, performing charmer, like, very out there, like, people know, like, you know, like, the, the uh, Flynn and Tangled? No. Yes. With a frying pan. Frying pan guy. Yeah. Flynn. Yeah. yeah. He's the one. Here comes the smolder. That's you. That is you in D&D. For sure. If, if I do D&D, my weapon will be a frying pan. Uh, we can make that yeah, happen. I also want long hair, like entangled or tangled you want to be rapunzel it sounds like instead of flynn i think we're mixing okay no i want to be flynn with long glowing hair that has the power to heal because why not well that sounds a little op yeah but what are you playing speaking of op i know you're op video games op i am still playing the messenger even though you're usually underpowered yeah um, i overpower the messenger this week that game is dunzo i saw credit credits on it nice and um yeah it's it was a really hard game it was pretty challenging was it turns out there was a lot more ninja gaiden in there than i anticipated and there were some very frustrating parts in it 
So that's cute. Now, it starts as a 16-bit game, and then there's a part where the art changes, correct? Yeah, so I, it's 8 to 16, right? I believe is what it goes to. Mm-hmm. It's Yeah, 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 yeah. 8-bit to 16-bit, and it's, it's cool. So when the turn comes, you basically go to the 16-bit models, and it's awesome. Like, it, it's cool. Like, the art style completely changes, and then you're basically able to switch between the two different art styles, and in each one of the levels things change once you switch to and from those two different art styles. So it's pretty neat. Um, there's been a lot of people that have called this game a Metroidvania and I don't feel like it's, I don't think that's a right. I don't think that's a accurate descriptor of this game because a Metroidvania would be like, you get the power up and now you can go through these doors and now you can get into Uh this space. And that's really not this game. Like this game, basically you get to a point where you can swap between two realms, if you will. And um, basically things change in the environment, but you're not really gaining abilities in order to access new areas. There are some abilities that you gain that do allow you to get to extra areas or different areas. So there are a few of those. But for the most part, you're just toggling between two new maps at this point. But really tough game, man. Really tough game. It uh, There's a lot of... Um, very challenging pieces where you're going through four or five different scenes and that fifth or sixth, that fourth or fifth scene is like super tough. So it feels like you're rerunning five and 10 minute segments over and over again, which kind of graded on me a little bit. I was not so happy with that. Yeah. Because like you would basically run through the same three or four scenes and then you get that last one. It's like, Oh, this is where I die again. So that was a little frustrating at time, and those loops were just a little bit grating for me personally. Um, you have to replay the beginnings of those sections just like over and over. So, is there a map like in Hollow Knight or Metroid, like an overworld where you can like, okay, I'm gonna go down to that? Yeah. So I, I don't know if this is a spoiler or not, but basically the the game starts and you're supposed to like deliver the scroll to the mountain. So all you do is like you just push to the right, right. like you would in any 2D platformer of that of that age, right? You just push right the whole time. And then when yeah. you finally get to where you're going, it's revealed that the scroll that you're taking to the top of the mountain is actually the map of the area that you just made your way through. So then they unroll it and it's like, oh, here's the map. And then you're like, oh, cute. Yeah. Yeah. But um, it's very cheeky, very funny, very frustrating at times. Um, I had some issues with the game when it turned from that first 8-bit style to that 16-bit style because the direction seemed to fall off, right? If I know I'm going right the whole time, I know I'm going in the right direction and everything is working. And then when it goes back and it changes and it says, hey, you need to go to these specific places, the way that it does it is you talk to this guy and he gives you a hint. Hey, go to this area and it's somewhere in this area basically. But you get into those areas and they're huge. So in the beginning, I got to that turn. I tried to go to the area to figure out where I was going and I couldn't figure out where to go. So I would basically go through the level where I thought I needed to go. It wouldn't be right. And then I'd teleport back and do it all again. So before you knew it, I was rerunning content that I had just run beforehand, which frustrated me. So what I would suggest for anybody that's going to play this is after you get to the turn, take the hint, try it, see if that's your style. And if not, FAQ, man. I would just look it up. Yeah. Here's the deal. And it would show me where to go on the map. And that really made this game much more palatable. Um, I was pretty Especially impressed. Especially for those gamers that are a bit behind. Yep. You're paying this on Game Pass, correct? I am, yep. Did it come with the DLC that the Switch just 
had to the um this is the hawaiian one yeah the, the ocean one yeah it's yeah, like yeah the you know tropical island yeah so in the shop it's basically included with the with with the game pass so i rolled into the shop and saw that was there and was like you know what this game is kind of it's been a good time but i don't know if i'm ready for more of it i just don't uh, know the picnic panic yeah the free expansion Hmm. Do you think you would go back to um, it? Yeah, eventually. I think it'd be a good like bite-sized chunk to take out. The writing in this game is really good, and the storylines are really good, um, which I didn't expect out of this. Well, I'm guessing the... I just didn't expect the story to be as good as it was. Do you think... What made you stay, though? Is it It's the gameplay, right? Ultimately, that made you stay? That didn't want to drop it? Like, the feel of it? I'm a glutton for punishment, man. I love that lube. Mm-hmm, I love mm-hmm, that lube. Mm-hmm. I get so close, and I lose, and I'm like, oh, I gotta do it. And I, I, I'm a one more kind of gamer. Okay, one more time. One I've more seen time. you, Cuphead. You and I are cupping the same yeah. cloth, my friend. You get to bosses in this game, and you, you, know, you run them the first time and just get destroyed. Run them the second time and start to figure out their movements. And by that third and fourth time, you got it down. So it's just like, okay, I know I'm going to hit this boss four times. That fourth time, I'm going to I'm gonna beat him. And it's just a really good, satisfying nice. loop. So I enjoyed it. It's, sorry, it's priced at 20 bucks on the Switch right now. And on Game Pass, it's obviously free. You think $20 is a fair price? If you're looking for a long game, I wouldn't say that it's a super long game. I would say that it's a good one of these. It's something to be seen. I really enjoyed my okay. time with it. 20 bucks. I enjoyed it quite a bit. I, I would pay $20 for this game easily. I mean, if, if you... Okay, that's fair. And then if you were to give it, let's say, a grade. I would give this a solid B+. Plus. Okay, B+. Plus. Okay. Solid okay. B+. Plus. Yeah. Great grade. I'd give it a B+. Plus. I mean, it's a solid one of these. It's good. Um, it's not great. It's not like stellar out of this world. I can see why there was a lot of people that talked about this game during the game of the year contention last year, mm-hmm. but it didn't make a lot of lists. Like I understand it now because there are nuggets of greatness in this game, but it kind of trips over itself to get mm-hmm. to those moments of greatness. And it feels like, okay, wow, this is really cool, but you just have to endure BS in order to get to those moments which is yeah. kind of my frustrations with the game. It's so close to being like an out-of-the-park five-star game. I just don't think it's quite there. Um, and this was released in 2018, and uh, Studio Sabotage. Sabotage, or right. Sabotage Studios. Studios. Yeah. yeah, and the music slaps. Yes, the music is so good. Oh, my gosh. That Bamboo Forest track, yeah. just go and listen to that specifically. It is it is fire. I find so that... Good. I, I video game music has been my uh, go to a lot when I have to do like not menial tasks, but when I need to turn, I don't want any voices in my head besides mm-hmm. my own, all ten of them. Um, I I that I'll be finding soundtracks for video games, and the message ones always been like, oh yeah, that's great. Yeah, and it's cool because they have the variations on on uh, music too. So they have like the first run through, and then when you go through that that portal, if you will. Um, it's basically a, a variation on the same soundtrack. And then when you go underwater, it makes it sound like it's underwater with the music still playing in the background. It's pretty dope. That is cool. Yeah, nice it's, it's, a, it's a cool effect. Um, I've also been playing Outer Worlds by Obsidian Entertainment. And uh, this was released in 2019. This is kind of a Fallout 2.0. It's, it's the yeah. newest Fallout-ish type game. 
Writing is great. I've talked about it a little bit. The load times on the Xbox launch console are a little ridiculous. Let me tell you what. And every time I died, it was painful to get back in. Yeah. I know that it just got to Switch. Is that right? Yeah, it's on Nintendo. Outer Worlds is on Nintendo Switch. I mean, this may be Uh, a good Nintendo Switch game. Um, I I think where I'm at in my life, I don't really know that these games are for me anymore. Or maybe this game oh, just didn't grab me. I mean, just oh, like really? the loot and the loot and shoot RPG heavy shooter. I, I found myself frustrated in that I'm picking off headshots and I'm just seeing damage counters go up. You know what I mean? Like, okay, now I gotta shoot this guy, mm-hmm. you know, five times to get him to drop. It's like, come on. Like this is a shooter. Like let's 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 put him down. So it's I don't know. I I wasn't I wasn't this game did not blow my socks off. That's for sure. Did you finish I it? I did. Yeah, I saw credits on this one too. Um Oh wow, you've been busy. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? I was actually way closer to the end of this game than I thought I was. Um one thing that the main story of this game does do is in the beginning, there's a couple of main story quests that basically gate you because you need to spend a certain amount of money for an item. Or you could probably, you know, steal it or, you know, find different ways to get this item. But if you want to buy the item, you have to go and do like three or four side quests in the beginning. So it makes the beginning of the game feel really long. And then the end content, you kind of blow through a little quicker. Um, I will say that this game does not feel as expansive and impressive as a Fallout game because of the way that they set up the maps. So you're basically bouncing from planet to planet, but the maps are much more contained than they would be in a Fallout game. So I don't think it's as impressive when you're comparing the two. Um, dialogue, like I said, is absolutely fabulous. The characters are fleshed out. I got through the game, and I only had half of the companions. So I know there's a lot of content I missed, and I think I'd like to go back and check yeah. it out. But again, I don't know that this game was fully for me. Uh, if you like RPGs, if you like building a character, I would say buy this game. You like skill trees and traits, you should buy this game. Companion Ooh, stories. I like all these things, Shelby. You're probably into this game, then. Do you think because of the original premise of this podcast, you might have rushed a bit to this game? Um, Maybe in the beginning, but I think this is one of those games, and I actually did this with Fallout, that if I were to go and try to do the side content, I would never have finished this game. You know what I mean? So I'm a I'm oh because we've been so turned well, off. Just like you know, you figure it out. You know, you go into the side content and you're like, okay, I get it. And then I like I've never beaten Skyrim, and it's not because I don't love Skyrim. It's because I start playing Skyrim and then oh. I end up doing so much side content that I never actually go through the main quests. And I think that I would have gotten the same trap with this one. I know it's on your backlog now. No. There's. I don't think I could do it. I could not go back to Gotta beat it. There's no way. I think if I made you, you could. It's a bold statement to go, I think this genre I'm done with at this time. Like, that's like, whoa. I don't know. I'm yeah. I'm child at heart, but I love RPGs, so that might be different for me. But it could be just the studio. It, I mean, it could be the studio. I, I don't know. Like, I don't feel like I'm in a place right now where I can fully dive into these games and, like, listen to all the dialogue and appreciate it and be in it. Yeah. Um, because I'm constantly getting pulled out because of life. You know what right. I mean? If I could watch it, maybe this is a Switch game. You know, maybe you come in, play 15, 20 minutes, and then pop out. Yeah. I like, what, like, what's a long gaming session for you these days? Like, when you can do, like, a long, no break, nobody interrupts you, you can take it in. 
a long session for me. Yeah. Um, probably like an hour, hour and a half is probably as long as my sessions get right now. Just because of outside. Um, what would you like them to be? <laughs> I mean, probably about that. Like, like an hour and a half session is a good session for me. I mean, on average, I'm probably closer to 20 minutes do you, a session. Do you think you could ever do a four hour session? Like, a, all right, I'm taking this time. I'm just going to like, I got the night to myself. I can do whatever. You know, I get that. Same, same game, same game or different game. Just, you could do get any, like, yeah, multiple. Go ahead. Sure. Um, probably, yeah, I could probably do a four hour session. I, I would, I have to, I would have to move though. Yeah. I can't be on the couch for four hours at a time. Like there's actually a kid's trampoline in my front oh, room nice. where I was playing messenger one night and just like <laughs> bouncing and getting my play Love on. It. it was, it was pretty awesome. I think the other thing about video games too, they are ultimately a, there's one player experiences, but two player experiences can make you play a game longer. Cause you're mm-hmm. in that, you're in the bond, you're in the fires with a friend, you know? Like, all right, let's keep questing, or let's keep doing this. Like, let's, you know, that dopamine hit of, hey, we're having fun. Let's keep going on. Because I always think of, like, the, all right, we're having a sleepover. We're going to play video games for 10 hours after we go see a movie and get McDonald's. Or, you know, we're going to go Blackluster, and we're going to play whatever. So, Dude, upright. Outer Worlds is priced at 60 bucks right now on the Switch. And on Game Pass, it's free if you have Game Pass. Yep. And PS4, I'm assuming it's also $60, mm. right? So, mm-hmm. is it worth? So, on PlayStation, it is fifty nine. It's sixty bucks, unless it's on sale. Would you buy it at that price? I, I, I would not. No, I, I would not buy it at that price. I mean, I, it's a good one of those, but I, I don't. I would not. I would be disappointed if I purchased this for sixty bucks. What's your price point? My price point, uh, twenty bucks. Wow. 20 bucks, 30 bucks. And and also know that like the third personality that's normally on this cast loves this game. Like is a huge fan of this game. Oh. So maybe we'll circle back and get uh spools spools uh, input on this. Yeah. But for me, I just didn't do it. Like I just I could not get into it. I tried to get into it. I gave it the time that I thought it needed and I just couldn't couldn't keep into it. Wasn't for me. Wah, wah, wah. What's your grade? What's my grade? Mhm. It's a good one of those. I, I hate to go B again, but I'd probably go B. I mean, I don't think this is an A. Maybe B minus? I don't think this – I would just say solid B because I, I can respect it for what it is. Like it's a good one of these. Like, okay. Um, I'm game for that. Like I could almost be talked into an A just because I can respect what they're doing and I can tell they're doing it well. It just did not grab me like I hoped it would. I've heard that from a lot of people. Is that right? Like it gets kind of like – Piffy yeah. and the that's so B sounds fair to me. Yeah. Someday when we launch our site, which I'm talking to my brother in law this weekend, uh, we will have grades and reviews up. So that'll be interesting. Yeah. On that note, I think we should move into the news. Let's do it. The news is upon us, and the first news story that we have to cover here today is an epic apple. Yeah, it's the news story on everybody's mind right now. So Apple has pulled Epic from their store because of, I believe, it's issues doing with uh, microtransactions and not meeting Apple's standard. So Epic decided to make a parody video of their with their game of a commercial of Apple's, the 1984 commercial, it's very famous. And in response, Apple is bringing the hammer down. They're basically uh, Patrick Kelpick of Vice 
Epic now says Apple will be terminating its developer account, effectively ending its ongoing development of Unreal Engine for iOS and Mac later this week. Uh, Apple's not contemplating. Epic is seeking courts or taking going to the court to prevent this from happening. So this could really affect. I mean, Unreal Engine's a big thing that a lot of people like to use, and it could affect a lot of people. And the way Fortnite works, players are matched up with other players in Yikes. the same version of the game. So the moment Fortnite is updated. It, it's available. It will no longer be on the iOS ecosystem. So they're going to lose some people that play. That's a big... It affects them in a lot of ways. And kind of... You don't poke the bear, you know, type of thing. They they kind of were like... I feel like Epic got a little big for their riches with Apple. And not that they need Apple. They're going to be fine. You, don't, you can't Dude, poke the Cyclops in the eye. I don't... I don't know. This... this what are you doing, Apple? What are you doing? What are you doing, Apple? I don't I don't know that this is a good move for them. I do no. not believe this is a good move for Apple. Well, they don't care about video games. Like, they have their Apple Arcade now. So let me rephrase. They have Apple Arcade, and they want everyone to subscribe $10 a month to Apple Arcade, which I'd be curious about how many subscribers they have and how that's working out, because I know a couple of their games, like Escape the Gungeon is now on Switch, which was a arcade Store and then another game that was on the Apple Store that was announced. We'll talk about that in a little bit. I don't get it either. I love my Mac, but I'm at the point too. If I build a PC, I'm just going to run Windows, and I might just get iPads and phone products from Apple only, like and maybe use this Mac for like a recording device. Why even do that? I mean, like I really feel like this is old man Apple, and I'm really, I really do not think this is the cool thing to do here. You know what I no. mean? Like the kids but it's not about Fortnite being cool. are not going to bode well. I just feel like this is quick. Apple is quickly becoming your dad's cell phone. Basically, they're like they're, they're <laughs> lambasting a group. Like I, you know, I teach middle school children. I'm sure they're gonna be like, "Oh, Apple, you know, can't play Fortnite <laughs> on that." Yeah, but for them to boot Unreal, that's that's pretty disappointing for a lot of those developers out there. Yeah, because I know there's a lot of individuals, people's livelihood. Yeah, that are make or break on that system. So. That's uh, that's too bad. Speaking of another, of another mega court, our next story is in regards to the Facebook accounts and Oculus headsets. The story recently came out across many of the news outlets, and basically, what's happening is they're going to be requiring a Facebook login for Oculus devices. Um, so basically, you're going to be quite required to use a Facebook login. Turns out, people aren't so happy. You know what's going to be really cool? PlayStation VR, <laughs> that's what people are going to be buying. Like, I, I was out on the Oculus camp a long time ago, and in VR, as the most part, I'm interested in Sony VR, but that just, like, I'm, I'm ready for Facebook to die a horrible death and get out of I'm not on Facebook. We're not on Facebook. We do not promote the podcast on Facebook. Although, technically, we have an Instagram, which is owned by Facebook. I don't know. Oculus is pretty cool. And I would I would say Oculus compared to a Sony VR set, those are night and day, dude. Yeah. It's like here's a Cadillac or a pedal bicycle. Wow, <laughs> bold. That's right, I said it. Maybe I want the one that's, that's better right. for the environment, Shelby. How about that? Um, <laughs> better for the environment. <laughs> Wait, the pedal bicycle. I'm gonna take the, the oh. engine that could. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the headset. Like, this headset is good for the environment. Definitely not. I'm pretty sure VR, I don't know. No, because if you don't travel because you're in your Oculus headset or your headset of any kind, you're not traveling there saving the world. How has Facebook and Oculus not pushed for 
their product right now in the time where everyone has to do virtual meetings. Just make the headset super cheap and accessible and everybody could meet on Oculus Rift and we could have virtual meetings with our avatars. Dude, they probably have. I mean, I know they were pushing in that direction. That was a lot of their tech demos when they were coming out for their big conferences. I know that it was hard to get hands on an Oculus Quest there for a while. And then they, I believe the announcement came out, they were discontinuing it. So I don't know where that is now, but I don't think you can find one. I don't even know, bro. You know more about VR than me. You know I'm not in that game. I I really like VR. I really want a VR rig. I'm too cheap to buy a PC that runs a VR rig. I need a whole room dedicated to it. I need an Omnitrack direct. I am too um, specific on what I want. Just put my consciousness into the game at that point. Like, just let me be. Let upload me, dude. I want to be in. Dude, you want to go straight Ready Player One then, don't you? Absolutely. That's big news. That means Steven Spielberg then gets your consciousness. That's how that works. No, Ernest Klein does because I read his book and the book is, you know, I don't want to be that guy. But it, there's more details in that book and things they couldn't cover in that oh, movie. the book is so much better than the movie. It is, okay? I'll say it. it is a, it's, it's, the movie's good, but the book totally trumps it. Yeah, I'm, but I'm for that. I don't know. I never saw the movie. I only read the book because I'm... You read it too? I did, yeah. Yeah, it's a good book, right? It's pretty good. It was it was pretty good, yeah. I mean, Hero's Tale. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't like pretty good, pretty pretty yeah, good. It was, it was good. It was good. I I also read anyway. A Hero's Tale. Uh, that that's a fine storyline. Yeah, it's okay. I know. I guess and I guess so. I read the next one, Armada, by him. Oh, I have that. Yeah, I'm gonna read that next. Um, okay. so after I read Armada, it, yeah, when I read Armada, I felt like. Ready Player One was a little watered down because I saw a little bit more of the gears turn in Armada than I did the first time around mm-hmm. with uh, not Ender's Game. We were just talking about Ready Player One. Um, but yeah. He's writing Ready Player Two. Is he? Right now. Yeah. yeah. And Ender's Game, have you... Okay, did you ever read the sequel to Ender's Game? I tried. I was not very impressed with it. It moves in a very different direction. It's about yeah, consciousness it and like adultery it's not for kids at that point you're like oh what the when you're reading it um yeah yeah uh, it went some places because yeah. i a couple years back i got on this click kick where i'm like i remember liking that book i'm gonna read the whole series and i got like halfway through that second book and i'm like nope not gonna read this whole yeah, series yeah i'm a i'm a series guy too and i'm like that and i was like okay i'm gonna finish this one and i am out i also <laughs> i'm i'm very on like i don't like to quit a book you're just gonna see it all the way through whether you're suffering or not. Yeah, have to. Oh, mm-hmm. I quit, quit books pretty consistently. Are you still on Facebook? Uh, I have a Facebook. So would this, this wouldn't be a deterrence for you if, if to have an Oculus, right? To There's so in? many barriers of entry. Like if uh, this would not break my heart if I had to get in and, and sign in via Facebook, I wouldn't be happy about it. Like if I had my option, I'd rather not sign in with Facebook. Let's be real. Um, because I would be using that just to game, yeah. and I'm not trying to get any Facebooks in my games. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Right. And I'm just, yeah, I'm sick of Facebook, man. They got to do a lot of different things. What? Just because they're seeing... gotta... Imagine the propaganda you're going to get in your Oculus headset. I know. I can't wait. It's going right? to be so cool. Oh, man. I'm going to turn the TV off, by the way, to be good propaganda for the next three months. <laughs> I'm just going to listen to things and not... Nope, I'm done. I'm out. I'm out. I saw some videos today. Mm. Out. And that story, out. But in lighter news, something I'm not out on is Nintendo Indies. 
Dude, you are real excited about these Nintendo indies. Yeah, I made you watch it with me. You were not happy, but it was kind of fun because we could make little smart aleck comments. I really think next time we're going to record and put something up and do that. I think that'll be funny. Oh, weird. It's another indie game. No, but there were a lot of good games on there, some of which we have already seen before. Yes, yes. Some of them we've seen before. Um, we're not going to go over it. We recommend watching the video. It's only 22 minutes to show me. That's a lifetime, apparently. Me, I'm like, oh, okay. Dude, 22 minutes is a long time. It's three blueies, dude. It's three blueies. That's that's the longest commercial ever. Of that, this long commercial ever, were there any games that pulled your interest that you would want to play? I mean, I'm a sucker for a good 2D platformer, so that Evergate game looked pretty cool. The one that we said looked like... Like Ori and Celeste had a baby? Yes, that's right. Yeah, it's basically like Ori with hair is what it looked like. With like long ears that looks like hair. And I'm like, oh, so they just curbed Celeste and Ori. Yes. Like if they got together and had a baby, this is what it would look like. It's Celeste minus the depression. Yes, yes, (laughs) Celeste minus the depression, exactly. I think it's about death though. So it's going to get you down in a different way. Nice. Well, that would that would go with Ori, right? Isn't Ori all about death? It yes. feels like. Yeah. Yes, I believe so. You would know better than I. Yes, it is. And then I also thought that the short hike is something that I wanted to play and now I actually have a place to play it. Yeah. Um because it's been a PC only title from what I can oh. tell. At least last time I looked it up, so Switch might be the way to go with us. Yeah, that one looks kind of cute. I, you know, I, as a grown man, I like, I'm going to use that word. It looks like a sweet game. Um, I, you know, a couple of the games, I have a little more than you that I want to talk about. So the first one, the one that I'm most excited about, did drop today, is that Spirit Fair, where it looks like, you know, Terraria, where it's like the two, it's like the Minecraft, but 2D. Mm-hmm. So it reminded me of Terraria mixed with Animal Crossing, mixed with Death. Because you are guiding animals that are your villagers to the afterworld, right? So you have this boat. You're basically taking them on the river sticks in, like, this beautiful setting where they talk about life. And then, like, you let their spirits go. Which seems, like, very sad and therapeutic, but good at the same time. So that's something I think I'm going to get. The other one that I was really into was the Takashi and Hiroshi. And that is a game that was on Apple Arcade exclusively for a while and it's a story of two brothers and it's all clay make animation to the story scenes right you saw that and you're like oh well, is that why you like it and i was like absolutely but it's a little rpg and it's a story of two brothers i kind of wanted to dive into that so depending on the price point i'm gonna probably put that one up i'm sucker again for anything with cool style um my other one though that i'm very hyped up on was bear and breakfast bear and breakfast what yes. is this so that was a game where you run and you fix kind of like a Stardew Valley simulator, but instead of a farm, you have a bed and breakfast and you have to clean it up and you're a bear. And you're a bear, because why not? I love Wee Bear Bears. It's a big show in our house, Wee Bear Bears in our house, so it's my chance to enter my persona. I'm definitely a panda bear, as we said before, or you and Sean said. I It just looked really cool and fun and lighthearted, and if it's the right price point, I want to jump in. Um, the other one that kind of had my interest was that Garden Story game, which is made from Rosen Games, which is a developer here in the Pacific Northwest in Port, uh, Portland, Oregon. And I've been following their social media for a while, and I think they make really good quality 
game, so I uh, support that, and that's something that I think is going to be worth a look for everyone. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. I also like to look at Hades, too. I know that yeah. Hades that released on Epic Store. I would probably be a fan of playing that as well. That's a uh, super giant, right? Make sense? I believe it is, yeah. Yeah, they make some cool so. games. Bastion's cool. They got a lot of cool stuff. I, yeah. I was interested yeah. in that. I think that's a Sean game because it has Greek mythology, so I'm going to try to get him to play that. So he's all over it. Well, I think that wraps up news, so we're going to do a new segment today, and it's called The Hot List. And so the Hot List. From time to time, Shelby and I, like we talked about it, like I love and my friends give me a hard time. All right, Casey, top five, because I'm known to ask people like their top whatever, five, top three of something. And this is what this segment's about. It's a top what are we doing, Shelby? Top three, top five today? Let's do... I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what we're going to do today. Uh, top... I did tell Shelby to pick the subject. And I told him to think about it and spur the moment. Top milk flavors. There's three. <laughs> like, what, what? Exactly. You got white, chocolate, strawberry... Pink. Caramel. No, just pink. That sounds... There's caramel milk? Yeah, you haven't had caramel milk? No. Dude, what is this nonsense? You haven't had caramel milk? Have you had blue milk from Star Wars? No, I haven't. I don't really drink. I drink almond milk, dude. Oh, dude. Okay. I guess we got to pick a new category then. I don't even know. <laughs> yeah. I, if I drink whole milk, I'm going to be no one's friend 30 minutes later because I'm cleaning, clearing out the room. But I dude, do enjoy a good glass of like, chocolate milk. You should drink whole milk. milk for your wife and your bacon beard. Yeah, there we go. Bacon beard and whole the milk. The sexiest man alive. <laughs> bacon beard and whole milk is the name of this episode now. Okay. <laughs> Bacon beard and whole milk. That's the only way to fly. So what are we doing? Top? If it was milk, it's just going to be chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. Dude, no way is it chocolate. There's no way it's chocolate. It's banana milk for sure. Banana milk. Yuck. Banana milk. It's not even real. Fight you. Banana milk is the answer on this one. Don't even, don't even cross Chocolate me. milk is number one with a stamp. Chocolate milk? What? No way. No, it's too chocolatey. It's gritty. It's gritty. It gets on your teeth. Nah. Wait, are you talking like Nest, like Nesquik? Are you talking like... No, I'm talking like local, like where you have to get it in a glass jar and it has the cow on it and you can only buy it at like hipster stores and it's super thick and whole milk and like it, it goes on there. It's like almost drinking a milkshake. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's worth like it. Like delivered by a local farmer? Like mm-hmm. what is this? Oh, it's out of Yelm, Washington. You can get it at certain stores like Metropolitan Market and Whole You're Foods. not talking about Smith Brothers, are you? No, no, no. Smith Brothers is great, but it's a different... Dude, no, banana banana milk's for sure the answer. You ever have a chance to do a banana get milk? Get that nonsense out here, dude. dude. That's not even real. Dude, so bad. It's so... It's such an no. easy answer like, oh, chocolate milk. Yeah, come on. I would say strawberry milk is... Strawberry milk is a very close thing. That just is sugar me. on your teeth. Like, I might as well just, like... Oh, yeah, give yeah. me cavities, please. Yeah, I just put them right there. Dude, do you ever, like, put any syrup in your almond milk, or do you just cry at night when you drink your almond milk? Um, I'll get flavored almond milk that has no sweetener. Like, the coconut one's not bad. Oh, yes, I'm here with my bacon beard, my whole milk. <laughs> yeah, dude, I don't... My flav- my sweetened <laughs> almond milk. My stevia-infused almond milk. I don't use stevia either. Dude, I'm... Dude, that's awesome. I love your stevia milk. This is great. Get out of here with my stevia milk. <laughs> the answer is chocolate milk. No, you're wrong. You're definitely wrong. It cho- chocolate's like third down the line. What's the... Do you know what... The, oh, horchata. Would you count horchata? 
What is a horchata? It's like a cinnamon milk that you get at like Mexican restaurants. That's bomb. It tastes basically like cinnamon. Who would order milk at a Mexican restaurant? That's like you're asking to get mm-hmm. sick. If no, you're horchata milk. is the the best, dude. Okay, it tastes like you know when you get cinnamon toast crunch. Okay. And at the end of the bowl, when you drink the milk. Yeah. It tastes like that. Really? It's good. Not once have I been eating my beans and free chips at a Mexican restaurant and been like, you know, it'd be good. Some milk. Not once, not ever bro, in my life. Bro, it's not, it's not just milk, it's horchata. Horchata. I think you just really like saying it. I do like saying it. This category brought to you by the Smith, Smith Brothers milk carton on my counter Okay. Here. That was, I shouldn't Which have let chocolate. you pick. Like, I was like, I think it was some fun, like superheroes, but we're doing milk. Okay. <laughs> I think we got to queue up next week because you can't like, you can't just like throw out top superheroes without putting some serious thought into it. You know what I mean? So our top three milks, I guess. We're not going to come to agreement on... I'm not leaving banana milk leave today on number one. No, banana milk is number one. That's guaranteed. I, you're the only person I've ever met that said they like banana milk or ever claimed about banana milk. That's like Nestle... Like, gross, dude. Because, like, it comes in and it's, like, subtle. And then, like, it just has that banana finish. And you're like, dang, that was really refreshing. Like, I think I think really... Because it's that artificial banana taste. It's not, like, a, not a gnat. It's, like, the runts banana taste. Oh. And, you know, actually, a banana Laffy Taffy okay. is my favorite Laffy Taffy by far. I love Laffy Taffy, but see, I'm not I'm not drinking coming it. around now. Imagine that in milk <sighs> flavor. Yeah, I do like banana cream pies too. Okay, have you had a Have you had a banana? See, uh huh, banana cream pie. I'll give you banana milk as number one, but you have to see that chocolate milk is the next greatest of <sighs> all time. Or we cannot leave here tonight. I did not think you were just going to give me banana milk like that. Deal done, taken. Yes. Banana milk is done. Okay, so we have banana milk, chocolate milk, and then I think we should just have strawberry, plain old oh, milk, dude. That's true. No, strawberry milk's gross, dude. Oh, dude, gotta mix it with that sugar. Bing, 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 bing. That's the sound of my metal straw hitting my glass. Bing, bing. It's just sugar, yeah. Oh, sugar milk, yeah. Sugar milk with red food dye. I mean, sugar milk is basically just milk, and then you just add more sugar into it. Right. Exactly. That's my point. I don't need my milk to be that sweet. I, I've never drank strawberry milk and afterwards said, oh, that was a good idea. Like, I feel good about myself after drinking that. Chocolate milk, I felt refreshed. Dude, I'm just going to... Banana milk you love. I'm willing to subside I'm that. I'm going to, like, drive by your house and drop off some banana milk, and it's going to blow your mind. Dude, I'll drink it. Don't worry yeah, about it. I'm going to drop it off on your anniversary so you can really love your wife that night. If you have a chocolate chip cookie, nothing beats a glass of whole milk and a chocolate chip cookie or even Oreos or any cookie. And a, and a glass of standard milk. This is true. Standard milk has to be number three. Okay, deal. Just because it's versatility. 2%. Okay, so our top, our hot list from types of milk. I don't know why, Charlie. <laughs> Banana milk. Yeah. Somehow usurped everybody. Chocolate milk. And standard milk. So I, so I broke our first top top list. I didn't realize we were going to come together and make one. We were going to make it to yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. So we got we're gonna we're gonna have a running list on the website. I'm uh, I'm gonna make a document right now. Um, so we have this going. Uh, all right, I think that's it. I think we should wrap it up. Thank you for joining us at Underpowered at the Underpowered Podcast, where banana milk reigns supreme and all our milks are subpar. That's right. We appreciate you being here with wow. us tonight. If you like what you hear, share with a friend, subscribe via your favorite podcatcher, or just leave us a favorable re- review. You can always check us out on Twitter at underpoweredpod, on Instagram at under.powered, 
or shoot us an email at emails at underpoweredmedia.com. If you'd rather use the Discord, feel free to drop a question in there. I know, Gavin, we have a question for you. We're waiting for Sean to address it. So we appreciate you. Thank you for being here with us tonight. Uh, we out. Play again.